0: Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, episode 67 today. I am back home broadcasting from the guest bedroom in my home, not far from broadcast house, uh, but in an effort to maintain this social distancing and be responsible both for my own health, the health of my family and the health of my coworkers at KSL. We, after power was restored here at my place after the earthquake yesterday, uh, I'm back home uh, broadcasting this guest bedroom. My uh, little cat Rachel's here uh, nearby me. I'm petting her here on the commercial breaks. Uh, beautiful baby Piper and my uh, wife Jessica are here nearby. So if you hear, if you hear a crying baby in the background, uh, please be patient with me, uh, and I uh, would be very grateful to you for that. I've got a, a little bit of a confession to make. As you know, I'm kind of new to hosting a radio talk show. There are new responsibilities, I'm feeling, uh, by being a new dad. And uh, I've only been married five years, and so uh, for me, to be honest, I still feel like a a newlywed. There's a lot of life uh, that I'm figuring out still. And if you put on top of that, coronavirus, an earthquake, impeachment, a contentious presidential race, a lot of things going on uh, around the world... I'll I'll admit that I get a little bit anxious sometimes, and I don't exactly know what to do to let off this steam or at least address my anxiety uh, or how to best perform as as a human being, a member of the community, a talk show host, certainly, a husband and a father. And I I know that these are irregular times, and I know that there are irregular anxieties uh, that we were feeling, and there are odd things happening uh, around the world. And so to help... to help me understand best how I ought to be uh, behaving. And if uh, you are able to take some benefit from this next conversation, I would be, uh, I'd be thrilled. But I've invited onto the program today Dr. Kirk Kundik, uh who's the president of the Utah Psychological Society, uh, just to talk to me a little bit about uh, these healthy, help, healthy uh, coping mechanisms or how we ought to be uh, responding or if there's anything we ought to uh, be thinking of that we may not have yet thought of. Uh, as we respond to uh, all of these odd things in the news, so uh, Doctor, first off, let me thank you for uh, being part of today's program.
1: Yes, thank you very much for having me.
0: Uh, let me ask you this: as I, as I pointed out, these are irregular times. Uh, what What would you say to someone uh, right off the bat who came to you uh, saying, "Hey, listen, I'm feeling a little bit of anxiety from all these odd headlines"?
1: Oh, absolutely, um, and. and... We live in the information age right now, so we're constantly being bombarded by really anxiety-provoking uh, things uh, from the people that are competing for our attention. So whenever you're dealing with some kind of a crisis or you're having a real moment of anxiety, we, we, we talk about mindfulness. That you want to be present in the moment, in the situation that you're in. You want to get the other the other things out of your mind and attend to the immediate and and the things in your immediate environment first. Um, focus your attention um, on on what needs to be done. I don't know. That's where we start.
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, you, you talk a lot about not letting this stuff overwhelm you or consume your thoughts. Uh, how do you how do you avoid something like that?
1: Well, it's the problem with anxiety is it's a self-amplifying cycle. you and we tend to spin these things around in our head. You know, that the more agitated that we feel, the more we think about things that make us feel agitated. That's that's what we call a positive feedback loop. It's a self-amplifying cycle, and the strategies for dealing with that have to do with interrupting the feedback loop. So one thing you can do is re- redirect your attention. That um, there are things that you can do to to try and temper your sympathetic nervous system response. You can do things like relaxation, breathing, um, or just redirecting your attention to something else. Um, The other thing that you can do is that ambiguous things are, that ambiguity promotes anxiety. So anything you can do to structure your anxiety, if you sit down and make lists um, and try and organize your thinking.
0: There is a new reality in which many of us find ourselves operating, and it is working from home. I this is my second day doing it now, and I'll, I'll be honest, after the first day, I thought I was, I was fidgety. I didn't exactly know how to best be productive. What advice would you give folks who are stepping into this uh, kind of new now type of situation where they're working from home? How do we uh, maximize that uh, in terms of our productivity and also uh, our, our own peace of mind?
1: Well, again, you you want to structure that. The problem is, is it's taking you out of all of your routines, and so that really amplifies the information load of what it is that you need to be processing in order to be productive. So if you sit down and you write down priorities, you use things like task lists, um, you can schedule your day, um, all of those things are things that you can do to to enhance your productivity.
0: I have heard it's important not to go to your home workplace in your pajamas. Uh, is that something you advise?
1: Um, I think that's good advice. I don't know how many people actually take it, um, but the recommendation is that you stick to your regular routines or as close to your regular routines as you can. Um, so, getting up and getting ready for work, there's a there's a whole sequence of things that you go through that sort of puts you in a work mindset. While well, you're home in your pajamas. You're sort of in a uh, home-in-your-pajamas pajamas mindset, and you may not be as productive.
0: We uh, probably are finding ourselves in much closer contact uh, and much more prolonged contact with members of our family. <laughs> any, any advice you'd give to folks who, uh, who you know, that, all that prolonged contact may be getting under their skin this time?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, The first thing is that when you find yourself getting annoyed um, or you find yourself getting irritated, if you're getting on each other's nerves, that um, you, you treat that as any other thing that you might be feeling agitated about. You want to separate from the situation to some degree that you can. Make sure that you're thinking through and not automatically reacting. If you can assume that there are positive motivations for the things that people are doing, even if they're not acting entirely skillfully, Um, but understanding their motivations generally helps you feel more sympathetic to what their situation is and less reactive.
0: Outstanding. Uh, Our conversation this morning has been, or this afternoon rather, has been with Dr. Kurt Kundick, who is uh, president of the Utah Psychological Society. It just struck me the other day that there are some new uh, normals right now. Uh, or a new now, I should say, at least. There are some new experiences that we're enduring, and those are compounded uh, by, you know, the, the, there are so many things happening from coronavirus to the earthquake to presidential race. And we're just chatting here for a moment about some of the things that you and I may best uh, be able to do uh, in order to to overcome this and maintain our productivity and uh, ensure that we are being good neighbors and uh, good family members and good workers. Uh, Any last uh, bit of parting advice you might give, Dr. Well, so the, the, the
1: one the one thing you can do that both directs your attention and helps you kind of structure what's going on is finding ways to be helpful to others. We strongly recommend that. That um, showing up for other people um, is also comforting to yourself. It gives you a sense of a larger community, um, which is also comforting. Uh, so we recommend that.
0: Doctor, thank you so much for your time. You're exactly right on that last point, and it uh, reiterates what you and I discussed in the last segment. In magna, that's the way we roll. That was coming from the Mayor Pro Tem as she described the circumstance of neighbors turning out to help neighbors. Uh, following her comments, we heard from uh, Unified Fire Authority Battalion Chief uh, Mr. Meekham, who said, uh, You know what? Here in Utah, we help one another. If you turn on the, the evening news, uh, you're going to see a good uh, lot of that. We're going to see Utah's turning out to help one another. And it is because, number one, it's the right thing to do. It is helpful to lend a hand when you are in a position to. Do do so. And as we've heard from the doctor here, it is also good for your own peace of mind. Uh, so I would would had my uh, voice to that chorus, singing uh, that bit of advice. And if I'm going to take it myself, I am going to look for opportunities to serve others, uh, and that's uh, my promise I make to you. I'd invite you uh, to do the same. We're going to take a quick break here, and when we return, we'll be speaking with Utah Senator Mike Lee. Just yesterday, the Senate approved a new round of emergency funding to address the coronavirus pandemic.